earlier at the beginning of Advent, uh, shared in the homily about our beautiful Holy Family window and how uh, the invitation for us during the season of Advent was to go to Nazareth, to go to Nazareth and be with the Holy Family, spending time with them, learning from them, and um, learning how to love, learning how to love again and, and be renewed in family life. But now it's time to travel. We have to go to a new place, to the place of Jesus' birth. It is time now to go to Bethlehem. And so as we are journeying on uh, making the trek from uh, Nazareth to Bethlehem, to a city uh, thought to be the size uh, close to Albany, just to give you a perspective, um, about 2,000 or so people, give or take, and we are able now to go to Bethlehem to adore the newborn king. And this road, it may seem long and difficult and, and, and uh, dark, but we have nothing to fear because we are able to go to Nazareth uh, and, and to go to Bethlehem, not just here in, in the Israel, but we are able to go to our own Nazareth and our own Bethlehem here today. Because 800 years ago, in a little town in Italy called Greccio, there was a poor man named St. Francis who brought Bethlehem to Italy. He brought the nativity scene and brought that to Italy and then began the scene and the tradition of bringing a nativity scene to our churches. And we have nativity scenes in our churches, in our homes, in our towns, in our yards. It is a way that we are able to encounter the presence of Bethlehem, to return to this event and make it personal for us. Because in this first nativity scene, we, St. Francis used real people, real animals, to depict this event and to make it come alive. There is, um, in the, the history of the Franciscan order, uh, the, this is called the Franciscan sources, they describe in detail that first nativity scene. The, uh, this history goes somewhat like this. Fifteen days before Christmas, Francis asked a local man named John to help him realize his desire to bring to life the memory of that babe born in Bethlehem, to see as much as possible with my own bodily eyes the discomfort of his infant needs, how he lay in a manger, and how with an ox and an ass standing by, he was laid upon a bed of hay. At this, his faithful friend went immediately to prepare all that the saint had asked. And then on the 25th of December, the friars came to Greccio from various parts, together with people from the farmsteads in the area, who brought flowers and torches to light up that holy night. When Francis arrived, he found a manger full of hay, an ox, and a donkey. And all those present experienced a new and indescribable joy in the presence of this Christmas scene. 
The priest then solemnly celebrated the Eucharist over the manger, showing the bond between the incarnation and the, of the Son of God and the Eucharist. At Greccio, there were no statues. The nativity scene was enacted and experienced by all who were present. In reading that um, again and again, uh, I'm just continually struck by how the, the priest celebrated Mass over the bed of hay, over the manger scene. That this scene was not just something that was a historical thing of the past, but something that is alive and connected with our own lives even today. That Christ's birth was not something that was uh, just a single event, something that happened in the past, but is something alive for us again today. Because we still celebrate the Eucharist. We still celebrate the Mass. Because our Lord was born into our world, not just for those 33 years of his life, but for us uh, and, and to become for us the bread of life able to experience and receive that nourishment again today. Because Christ was born not just for a single time of history, but for all of history, to redeem all of us, to give us hope and give us bread for heaven, to help us make our journey uh, to go and be with God one day. And so as we, over these next few days, begin the season of Christmas, gathering with family and friends, remembering those who have gone before us, those who can't be with us, and those who are newly born in our midst. May we take a moment as a family in our Christmas gatherings to look and gather around the manger scene. Maybe the one here at church, maybe the one at home. And just to pause and reflect and look together as a family upon this manger scene, to go to Bethlehem and encounter again the nativity. We have seen them all over. We have, we have uh, passed them by. But I challenge each of us, and myself included, to go again and to pause and pray and reflect on this nativity scene, wherever you find one um, in, in, your, in your life. Because as Mary and Joseph are there, the father and mother of Jesus, they are pointing us again to their son Jesus, inviting us even to hold him, inviting us to give our lives again to him, to see what Jesus has done. Being born in the poor and simple home so that we can encounter him and he can again be the bread of life. Because the, the, one of the th ways we can translate the town of Bethlehem is the house of bread. Because Jesus becomes our bread, the bread of our life. And he was born for us. And so as we hear these beautiful words, uh, and we remember this Christmas scene of the angel appearing to the shepherds by night, and the angels proclaim to them news of great joy. The shepherds respond by saying, let us go to Bethlehem 
and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Let us go to Bethlehem to encounter and see again what the Lord has done for us. Pope Francis, in a reflection on the nativity scene, once wrote about a few years ago, a beautiful lesson emerges from these simple words. Unlike so many other people, busy about many things, the shepherds become the first to see the most essential thing of all, the gift of salvation. It is the humble and the poor who greet the event of the incarnation. The shepherds respond to God who comes to meet us in the infant Jesus by setting out to meet him with love, gratitude, and awe. Thanks to Jesus, this encounter between God and his children gives birth to our religion and accounts for its unique beauty, so wonderfully evident in the nativity scene. And so the invitation today, may we prepare our hearts to go to Bethlehem and to see this wonderful event that has taken place in our midst, which the Lord has made known to us. And that tonight, we hear and proclaim the good news that a Savior has been born for us. Let us go to adore him.